Okay. All right. Icebreaker. What are some songs that would be played on a loop in hell for oh, you? Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. We, we, we're doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number one. On the floor. Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> That's terrible. That's a terrible song. <laughs> that is a terrible song. Now listen, song. I love J-Lo. And I know she's a hot commodity after the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and everything. I freaking love her. Great performance, by the way, with Shakira. I thought so, too. I was really happy about the Latino representation. Like, kind of like for the first time, legitimately. Yes. But. I was, too. And the world broke. Everybody broke. They just, like, they had nothing better to do. Yeah. I I don't, I don't, whatever. Anyway, she says on the floor, like, 87 times in that song. (laughs) Okay, so I think Kevin counted it, and I think it was, like, 47 times. Oh, my God. On the floor. I hate repetition. Goodbye song. <laughs> um, number two. Roar by Katy Perry. Oh, yeah. That's no. a terrible song. Nope. Can't do it. I can't Well, do not it. on repeat. Every once in the blue moon. Ah, oh, I hate the song. And then I'll end up singing the chorus. But. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. You know. Yeah. It's, no, it's I've catchy. sang it. It's catchy. It's catchy. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. Mm-hmm. Well, you want to know what's even worse? What? Rebecca Black. Oh, my God. I Friday. forgot that she existed. Holy smokes. Friday. Remember when that took off? Yeah. And you're like, who's this girl? Where'd yeah. she come from? Oh that song and then i'm so sorry i can't do it i never will participate i will never be on that side i will never be on that team i will never say dance or think about that song positively cotton eye joe but weren't we dancing to it you guys were dancing uh, to it <laughs> i was sitting at the table what, what? really mm-hmm. i do not like that song it was on my do not playlist at my wedding no freaking Cotton Eye Joe. I don't no. know the dance. I don't care to know the dance. I don't want to listen to the song. I don't want to think about the song. That's hilarious. And those are my songs from hell. Okay. So. <laughs> um, never Gonna Give You Up. Mm. Rick Astley. Yep. Because, um, you know, people rickroll each other all the time now. Mm. What is that song? I'm trying to find the... Um, the actual what's new pussycat oh <laughs> what's new pussycat what's whoa. new pussycat whoa, whoa, whoa. so <laughs> that any taylor swift song because i just don't like her as a person so i, I just, literally listened to her all day today yeah i nah and she has like that new netflix thing I watched it. It's good. Oh. We're just going to be complete opposites here. Did you fall for her crocodile tears? I saw a snippet of it earlier. Crocodile tears? Yeah, fake tears. You call them crocodile tears? It's, it's, hold on. (laughs) Google. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. Crocodile tears? Yes. Well, I guess we're just going to have to say agree to disagree. I guess so. I guess so. And the same thing with that. Yeah, her songs are super catchy. But but some of them on repeat. repeat. Like, Shake It Off was almost on my list. Yeah. yeah, I can't do that one. Crocodile tears. Tears are expressions of sorrow that are insincere. Oh my god, that's the first time I've ever heard really? that. I love it. Huh. I learned something new. <laughs> okay, podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> um, The Box by Roddy Rich. Don't like that. What is that one? Eat, er, eat, er. Oh, wait. Eat, er. 
can almost hear it. You're hearing it now. Pulling out the coop with the box. I said the lip with the box. And then it goes. Yeah. Okay. Yep, I get that. Yeah. Oh, and Yummy by Justin Bieber. I can't do Yummy. No. It's like catchy. Like I like the beat of it. Yeah. But over and over again, I would probably pull my eyes out. Yeah, I went there. That's worse than your hair. Yep, I went there. <laughs> episode seven. Episode seven. Lucky Hi guys. Hello. How's it going? We're recently back from Jamaica. Jamaica man. Yeah man. Yeah man. We're back from Jamaica. It was you know great. where they do a little drink, drink is smooth, smooth. Yeah. No big deal. No big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah. It was a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe we came back to like the coldest time. I know, but you know, I'm not I'm not too mad about it. I feel like it was like the perfect amount of time to oh, be there. Definitely. I was know? so ready to come home. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like I had a blast and it there's nothing more fun than sitting in the sun and feeling that warm tropical breeze mm-hmm. and having you know, unlimited, unlimited drinks, drinks yeah. unlimited food. That's great. Mm-hmm. But eventually your body's like, please, just Please, I need you to not do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. But you have to drink because you're hot and you're in the sun mm-hmm. and you're, su- you're hydrated. Who drinks water in the pool? I mean, yeah, you're already no, in the pool, so, me. like, you're getting water. <laughs> <laughs> it's seeping through your pores, duh. Duh. <laughs> but, no, I would – I mean, I slept great and everything. I just was so ready to come home and – Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I, I was think – if Definitely I go back, element. though, I won't go back to, like, any sandals. I'll never go to another sandals, Let me I guess where you're going to go. Do you know um, the name of it? Zoetry? I, I think I said it a time or two. I think you did. I don't... I never Have really you Googled hear you it talk yet? about it. No. Have you looked at the website yet? I haven't. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You should look at it. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll look into that. No, that's where I would go, though. Okay. If yeah, I went back. Was, I don't know if I'd go back, though. That was pretty close to... um. The airport. Zoetry, right? Oh, my God. It was, like, literally five minutes down the Versus road. Versus two hours down the road. Oh, my gosh. That was a long bus ride. Yeah, it was. Um, I don't know. I feel like if I do go back, I would have to do a lot of research as far as, like, um, the current events there and stuff. Because I would want maybe, like, an Airbnb or something. Because I want to experience the actual the country. Stuff, yeah. But I just want to be safe about it. You know, yep. that's, like, but that's worth anywhere, you know? Yeah, that's um, anywhere. And, it, you know, it was so interesting that, who are we talking to? Oh, to the, the lady on the bus, I think. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about Haiti. And she was talking oh, yeah, about was Africa. How she'd been all these different places and how there's no running water. There's no toilet. So even though what we were seeing seemed like a little bit shocking, like, uh-huh. oh, this is their norm. For us, is not even close to a norm. Like, yeah. the houses were half built. They mm-hmm. were, like, concrete slabs. Mm-hmm. There was no windows. I did like that they hang their laundry outside. Yeah. That's charming. Yeah, that's... I love that. I like that, too. It just makes sense, especially in climate like that. Oh, my God. Their like, laundry yeah. would be dry in half an hour. Yeah, seriously. But it's cool as far as, like, the half-built houses. That's... I think that... The government... The, the and government... Doing that is kind of cool because it's like you take out a loan for however much, um, use that money, and then you pay, work. Yeah, to pay work it back more, and then you yeah, only exactly. get billed what you're 
working towards, basically. Right. The government pretty much works with them until they're done. Yeah. That part was really cool to learn, too. Yaman. Yaman. (laughs) And I thought, I thought that that um, was a front, too. Yeah, the Yaman? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, too. But it's it's not. not. But did you hear any women say it? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Because I I didn't hear any woman say it, so I was like, hmm. It, I think it probably just depends on your demeanor, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, because the guy when we were driving to the resort, he was on the phone talking like that. I was like, oh, maybe they actually. Oh yeah, I did hear that. Actually, say that I did hear him today, guys. We are going to be talking about the attachment theory. Ooh. So this is like the first time I've heard of this. Really? Well, so maybe not. I mean, maybe I like Uh it came in passing. Look at that guy. She's backpedaling now. No. (laughs) But I never knew what it was. Uh Like I just was like, okay, I've heard that word, Mm -hmm. attachment and theory. Those are the words I've heard. Yeah. But. So I want to talk about this because it's, you guys will see in a second, it's pretty important, you know, for like relationships and stuff. Um, But. Um, so there are like, I guess we could go a couple of different ways, a few different ways with this, but I want to focus on like relationships as adults, like intimate relationships and stuff, um, today, because you could go into like childhood cause that's where this yeah. is all based from right. childhood. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I'm just trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my glass, but I guess I'll hold it. Uh, uh, the attachment theory I'll give you guys the definition it's um, a physiological oh no wait nope wow (laughs) welcome back to another episode of we don't know how to speak words are hard how do you say this yeah okay attachment theory is (laughs) a psychological evolutionary and ethological theory concerning relationships between humans the most important tenet of attachment theory is that a young child needs to develop a relationship with at least one primary caregiver for social and emotional development to occur normally. Gotcha. So, it's all based off of um, pretty much childhood. Yeah. Um, I forgot his name. Oh, wow, this is so random. <laughs> oh, I never remember anybody's names. Um, okay, so the first psycho... Analyst, analyst who um, started this whole experiment in the 1960s is uh, John Bowlby. Okay. Be, be, whatever. Um, not whatever, but, you know, Bowlby. Um, so him and Mary Ainsworth, they did this weird test. They called it the strange situation. And I'm going to describe it. It kind of yeah. sounds traumatizing, but I mean, when you think about it, it's kind of normal. So you put a kid in a room. Okay. And then you have the mom in there with the child. The child is exploring the room, and then a stranger comes into the room and starts talking to the mom. And then the stranger approaches the kid, and the mom will slowly back out of the room and leave the room. So... The kid can, however the kid reacts is pretty much their attachment um, theory. Interesting. So, um, 
it sounds sounds traumatizing (laughs) but when you think about it yeah dropping someone off at school for the first time pre-k daycare having a babysitter come to your house or whatever you know um it's the same scenario so um yeah so we are gonna get into that today Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, but we're going to focus, I'll touch on the child attachment theory a little bit, but we're going to focus more on uh, intimate relationships. The adult intimate relationships. Um, okay. So before I get into those, we, you can break the attachments into two different segments. You have your secure attachments and then you have your insecure attachments. Oh. And there are four different attachments. That One, are secure? No, so oh, they're four all together. Gotcha. One, only one is secure. The other three are insecure attachments. Okay? Interesting. Okay, so okay. we're going to start off with um, secure. Okay. Um, and apparently 62% of people um, have the secure attachment, which is pretty good. More, more than half of the population. But... Um, Secure people in an intimate relationship uh, tend to be less anxious and more satisfied with their relationships. And um, touching back on where this originated, kids, um, during that strange situation, if the parent left the room, they would cry because their parent is leaving. But then when the parent would come back, they would, you know, pretty much just be super happy about it, you know run up to the mom, whatever, you know, just yeah. be super on board with them coming back. Very happy so about that, that. that formulate that they're secure? Yeah. Okay. Because it's like, oh, you came back. I'm so happy. <laughs> You'll see what I mean when uh, I start explaining the other different insecure. Yeah. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. So if um, in different scenarios, can you have different types of attachment theories? And the reason why I think of this is because, like, of course, a parent situation, you feel secure when your parent returns. But, like, if it were somebody else, maybe you weren't secure about and they returned. I don't know. I just, I'm wondering, like. So, okay. So, the reason why. Because wouldn't everybody be secure then? (laughs) Well, no. Because it depends. See, this is why I want to, if we get into the children if we do both yeah yeah children's different yeah 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 but no so it starts with you being a child i should probably explain this because it makes sense um <laughs> so <clears throat> so having when a kid when a child has a secure attachment that means that their parent is a pretty positive parent um you know it's just like a great relationship right you know what okay. i mean yeah okay so that's like Let's just say, obviously, nobody's perfect, but a kid with secure attachment when it comes to their parents, or literally anyone, because it trickles down, because you spend the most time with your parents, and they're the ones that are raising you, um, that is the, I guess, ideal relationship that you would want to have with your kid. Um, So, excuse me. So, the children who are securely attached... We're happy to explore and bring toys back to the parent and stuff. Um, but they would also, you know, since the parent left, they would cry. But then when the parent would come back, they would go to their parent, you know, wanting to be comforted. Like yeah. looking for their parent for yeah. comfort, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what's ideal. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. Okay. as a parent-child relationship. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, 
Um, so securely attached people. Right. Securely attached people are those people who um, can form connections easily. Yeah. They don't have doubt. They don't have really insecurity. They they feel like the relationship between them and their partner is equal, you know. Um, and they also have an easier time to reach out for comfort, you know what I mean? I do. Or like if you, you if you need something, you you don't have a problem with asking for that. Right. Okay. All right. Let's get on to the insecure attachments. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, let's go to avoidant Ooh. attachment. That's twenty three percent of the population. I think this is just the US population. Um, probably yeah so avoidant attachers tend to be emotionally distant from their partners um, in like the adult relationships um, and they take pride in their independence and they think attachment is actually a weakness Um, yeah they like to process their emotions on their own and they don't like to share their vulnerabilities with anyone and they pull away when they need help the most apparently um and they're not as attentive as their partners because they worry that they're going to be too codependent. So um, these are also the people that shut down during arguments. Yep. Sounds very familiar. It's me. <laughs> but no, I, I'll, we'll share our, um, our results at the end. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I just felt triggered when I was reading this. I was like, okay, you're like attacking me right now. <laughs> um, but for the kids who um, – during that strange situation, um, the kids who, when the parents would come back, they would pretty much just, like, avoid their parents. Oh. Yeah. It would be kind of something like that. Um, this is also um, a type of parent-child relationship where you don't feel like you can express yourself fully sometimes. Mm. So um, that's when that all sets in. So you can't really show them that, oh, I'm upset that you left me here with a strange person. You know what I mean? And then it just it just evolves throughout your growth, I guess. Okay. Um, okay. The next one is anxious attachment, yeah. and that's 15%. Okay. Um, people who anxiously attach tend to worry more about their relationships, which makes sense. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yes, it does. <laughs> huh. um, these people are possessive, paranoid. Um, they can become clingy. They need constant attention. Um, so, yeah, they're pretty much just trying. They need that reassurance. Reassurance. All of the time. All of the time. Um, and these are the kids who, um, when the parents did come back, they would go back to their parents, but they would kind of, like, um, be, like, kind of nasty to their parents for leaving them in the first place. Like, a sort of punishment to their parents. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for this one, I forgot the... Um, the um, parent-child relationship. I didn't take a note on it, but if someone else can figure it out, let me know. Or do you want me to Google it real quick? No, no, no. It's fine. It's okay. Fine. Yeah. Um, and then last but not least, this was actually added on um, years after um, they figured out those three. This is called um, fearful attachment. It's also called disorganized attachment. And oh. this is 1% to 5% of people. Um, so 
when um I'll just start with the really when, rare. Yeah, they're they're rare. But like um when the parent would come back from the strange situation, <laughs> the kid really wouldn't really know what to do. They would be like confused or like apprehensive about the situation. They wouldn't really know how to handle it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm fearful sense? of it. Yeah, kind of. Um, well, yeah, fearful. <laughs> yeah, fearful. Yeah. Um, so, um, so those kids would need their – so, okay, the parent-child relationship would kind of be like, oh, you're great. No, 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 no. Like come, coming, pulling them in and then pushing them away, you know? So the kid doesn't really know what's going on. Right. Like, yeah. I can't read you, so I can't read the situation. So it gotcha. makes sense as to why they're just like, oh. In the middle. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. So they, these people in like their adult relationships are pretty much the same way. Like how their parents were with them. Um, it's like, oh, I love you. And then. They'll disappear for two days. Oh, it's like the hot and cold. Kind. The hot and cold type of people. Um, they're unpredictable as far as their moods. They Because they can, yeah, they can smother you and then they'll be gone. And they'll come back. Wow. Yeah. Isn't I didn't crazy? really read the breakdown of the other ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did on one. Mm-hmm. But that's only because I made Kevin take the test. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So... Now that we kind of have an idea of the attachments. Yeah. You want to share yours? Okay. Uh, I got secure. So did I. Did you really? Yeah. How crazy oh my, is that? Oh, my god! And I'm going to get into that because it's really – it's crazy because I did not think that I was going to get secure. Really? I, yeah. I thought – yeah, I, th- I thought maybe I would. Um. But it's interesting because when you, the different people in your life, I feel like I would have a different attachment theory too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Because there's like, sure, my husband, I might, I'm more secure with him. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, same. I mean, not your husband. Same. Not mine. Yeah, I, not mine. Because right, right. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, but like. You know, if it was a friend or something that I didn't, I haven't talked to in mm-hmm. months or years. Yeah, that could be like a, a that would be a attachment or exactly. something like that. It would yeah. be different. Yeah. Or someone that hurt you would be anxious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a, so that's, that's a really good point. Th- so I was like thinking of the different scenarios and I was just like, okay, how would I be with this person? Mm-hmm. How would I be with that person? Right. That's not the same. I right. don't think it would be the same. Right. So if I had been thinking about anybody else when I took it, I think maybe it would have varied. Yeah, probably. But meanwhile, I was thinking about Kev yeah. the entire time because we're talking about adult intimate relationships. Mm-hmm. And I copied one little part down. Okay. Seeking secure partners is part of the secure. If you're looking for your ideal partner, it is important to think about how they attach Anxious and avoidant attachers can seek out secure attachers to become more secure themselves, Mm -hmm. which is interesting because Kevin got anxious. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so he like, (laughs) 
he like sent it to me because you you already read what anxious is Mm -hmm. and he was like yep that checks out (laughs) (laughs) i was surprised that i got him to take it i mean this is the first attempt good though yeah i was like i would say so yes (gasps) yes it makes sense yeah that's that's awesome i'm glad he took it me too um but yeah i was like I was so, like, blown away with yeah. the answer. I was shocked that I got secure. I thought for sure I was going to get avoidant because yeah. it just sounds like me, you know? Hmm. But I think the thing um, here, there's a segment on um, here. Uh, we'll link the, the what's it called? Quiz. Yeah, the quiz in the <laughs> description. Yeah. Okay. Um, but... Um, there's a section that says earned secure attachment, pretty much telling you you're not doomed. You're not going to like, just because you're a fearful attachment person now doesn't mean you're going to be fearful attachment your whole life, you know? Oh God, no, no. I think that it is changing. Yeah. It's ever changing in the different times of your life for sure. Same with like love languages though, you know, that changed all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is the bottom part pretty much says securing the, uh, seeking the secure partners, but also like just because someone isn't a, has, has a secure attachment theory now, um, doesn't mean it's just because like, you know, they had a secure childhood right right it's because exactly yeah it says the question is do you seek support when you need it because that is how you get a secure base emotionally so if you're just i always say communication is key key. it Mm -hmm. always comes back to communication Mm -hmm. if you you everyone could have a secure attachment with their partner or intimate whoever if you just communicate, mm-hmm. you know, know exactly what's going on between both of you and Honey, just I take majored it from there. in it. I majored in it. It is the one thing. It's crazy. Is the, like, that is like one of the wedding advice. You know, like when you go to a wedding and uh-huh. they say, do you have any advice for the bride and groom? I always write down, never go to bed angry. And then I always write down, communication is key. Literally talk about everything. Yeah. And I mean everything. Yeah, I think I put that down on Jackie. Oh, yeah. Jackie's wedding. Yeah, I was just like, wow, I feel like a phony. I'm not even engaged. And I'm just like, you got to talk to each other. You got to keep an open dialogue. You do, though. You really, really do. Yeah. People get, I, I like, I don't know. When you're dating, you're not afraid to talk about crap. Mm-hmm. At least me, anyway, as an extrovert. I wasn't, I would, I just like, I, I mean, even as a friend, I just, bleh. Yeah. You know, this is me. Yeah. This is who I am. I'm not afraid to talk about it. I have no the skeletons in my closet. Right. I'm not nervous about anything of what, but I guess people are just, you know, they, they can be insecure about what I, and how people are viewing them. Right. And so they, they hold on to these things, but over time, and I've been through this, over time, sometimes you start to to second guess things or you start to think the worst in one another. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we do this, but we all do this. Literally every relationship will do this at one point or another in their life where they think the worst of one another. Like that you're going to think that I think this, that's terrible, even though we never talked about it. Yeah. And that's why you're not going to bring it up. Mm-hmm. It, and I, I wish I could think of it like a specific example right now. 
yeah, I, I'm just real. I'm still realizing, but like, if you just putting everything out on the table or whatever. I literally talk about everything. Yeah, everything. everything. I, but you know what? This is where those crazy chicks have one up on us because they're not afraid to be like, what was that look? Oh, you looked at me a certain way. Mm. What do you mean you looked at me a certain way? Well, I definitely noticed the way that you looked at me and it was a certain way and I'm going to bring it up with you. So what was that look? I mean, I've done that before. Uh, I, same. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I, I, I have too. But that I think is like what people think right. is crazy. Right. It's not no, crazy, No, because if you, if it, if it makes you feel a certain way. It's not crazy. It's not crazy. Like yeah. you can't make someone feel crazy for how they feel. That's what I hate. Like, okay, yeah, maybe your look didn't really mean anything, but you need to tell that to me. Don't just say, what are you talking about? Like, cause then I'm going to get pissed even more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It could just all, all be in my head, but you need to say, like, no. It's in I your was, head, babe. Yeah. Don't be defensive. Well, when if it's if in my head, just right, tell me it's exactly. in my head. But that's the thing. For me, I think that if they're defensive like that, then it was something. Right. I Exactly. <laughs> tone. That's another story, guys. That's talk about another tone episode. a different day. <laughs> <laughs> and how it is read. <laughs> Communication and tone is key. So, okay, so you are secure and I am secure, but you think that you are avoidant. I was in the past. Like, at the beginning of my last relationship, definitely avoidant. But I realized quickly that I, if I feel something, I need, if I want this to last, I need to say what I'm feeling. I think avoidant, do you think avoidant has something to do somewhat with commitment issues? Um, I don't know, but I know that, um, my, me and my mom, our relationship's great, but, like, in the past, my dad, me and my dad, we're cool now, but, like, in the past, I couldn't really express my feelings to him because I was a child, you yeah, know? I don't express my feelings too much to a lot of my family. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my mom, on some things, yeah, um, mm-hmm. on other things... But I don't know why. I think I'm just like, well, a people pleaser. Uh But also I pick my battles. I always pick my battles. Mm -hmm. Because even though communication is key, there was a point in my life where I was over communicating. And I wasn't getting the reactions that I was hoping for. So it was really kind of doing me harm. So I, I got a little bit more guarded in that aspect. Yeah. And I decided to pick what I was going to bring up and what I wasn't going to bring up and what was going to cost me my energy and my time and what wasn't. Okay. Save my breath, you know. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, family, all different family members. I'm thinking of, like, all of them. And I'm just like, well, I don't think I would be this with them. I would be this with them and I would be that with them. Mm -hmm. You think that avoidant is commitment issues? It could have something to do a little bit with commitment issues. Like if you're constantly avoiding your partner or like avoiding confrontation or you have some sort of like feeling to not to avoid a situation or not talk about it, Uh it almost kind of sounds like it's like a it's like a second way out. Right. I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. 
I mean, I feel like it could be different for every oh, sure. uh, yeah. avoidant attachment person, but it's more, I think it's more or less like a vulnerability thing because they couldn't really sure. express their feelings during their childhood. So it's kind of weird to like try to open up with someone else, you know? Yeah, that's a, that's a great way to explain yeah. it. Yeah. I think I like that better. Yeah. Maybe fearful is commitment issues? Um, Maybe. It could be. If they're hot and cold like that. And right. And they're like, okay, I'm here. That I could love be you. commitment issues because this. it is like. And then goodbye. Yeah. Because if their parents showed them like hot and cold tendencies when they were kids. And that's how then, they Yeah, that is probably learned. is like yeah. a commitment issue thing because it's like, oh, are you going to just like up and leave me out of nowhere? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I do know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. This is so interesting. I've, mm-hmm. I haven't, I didn't really, like, it is such a big thing that you don't think about. Mm-hmm. You never, when do you stop to think, like, attached, how attached you are right. to something or yeah. someone? Yeah. Or the ways that you attach, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that cool? It is so cool. Yeah. It all starts from childhood. so much yeah but i mean it's nice to know that even if you aren't one of the if you aren't the um secure attachment you can work your way to that secure attachment if you just communicate enough you know and that's that's very um encouraging yes yeah i like that a lot. well i mean i think growth yeah, gross. Mm-hmm. It comes anywhere and everywhere, and it changes, and life is always changing, and emotions are always changing, and even your opinions and the w- morals and the way that you view things, I think, tend to change. Yeah. I mean, there there's always, like, a core. Right. But. Right. Oh, my yeah. God. So cool. Great topic. Thanks. I do want to say, because I feel like this is happening a lot, like, I feel like. I keep, I mean, this is all the time, but, like, it's more, I'm noticing it even more lately within the past couple of weeks. Um, If you guys uh, haven't talked to someone in a while, like a family friend or a family member or just a friend or whoever, check up on them, you know? Make sure that they're okay. Make sure that you know, like, how they know how you feel about them. You know, just talk to them. Because, like, I literally think... anyone could be gone just like that. And I'm seeing that now, like, the what happened with Kobe and his daughter and all those people on the helicopter. That's insane. That's yeah. probably... I was I was telling my friend, I was like, that was probably just a normal day for them. Okay, let's get in the cop- copter. Let's go to basketball camp. And the engine fails. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. And I was like petrified to fly to Jamaica from that. Oh, yeah, me too. But once we got in the air, I was like, okay, I'm good. Because, like, there's nothing you can do now. <laughs> yeah, I but, still was, I was still squeezing and, and nervous yeah. the whole flight. I mean, the turbulence but, didn't help either. But <laughs> Oh, especially on that first one. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I think that that's true. I think a lot of people don't reach out to one another because they... I don't know how to say this without it seeming like 
we're all careless. Just say it. Just blurt it out, and then we can, you know. Yeah. So with without feeling inconvenienced. Okay. Without feeling. Like, oh well, I, I gotta. Know, I have gotta... to take the time right. to reach out to this person. They're gonna want to have a thirty-minute discussion. I don't want to have a thirty-minute discussion. I just want to reach out to them, and I just want to see how they're doing, and and talk it out, and but not so much time. I just want to be like, hey, are you good? Great. Right. And then move on. And I mean, even that though, like, just send a text. Yeah, send a just text, see if you can get some communication right. that way. And know? I think people are so afraid of the reactions that they they can't move on from that. And I, yeah, I say that I can say that because I f- sometimes feel guilty of that myself. Like sometimes I don't, I don't really feel like talking for a long time. Right. I don't really feel like going into depth. And sometimes I will message at a really inconvenient time, meaning like I'll pick a busy time at work to be like, oh, I just thought of this person. I should text them. Mm-hmm. And no, then that's... I disappear. No, but that's good though. At and then I you... feel bad for disappearing or, you know, because maybe they think that I didn't want to have this conversation or, you know, I didn't want to. I, I don't know, man. Um, I just. I think people feel sometimes inconvenienced yes. with that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Like taking the time and just wanting to put in just five minutes and having to put in 20. Right. Which I think it depends on what people you are, like that you're friends with and who you're communicating with. Yeah. I mean, if it's a parent that you haven't talked to in a couple of weeks, yeah, you got to set yeah. aside 20 minutes and that's the least that you owe them. Mm-hmm. But like... If it's a friend that you always pick up where you leave off, they're going to understand and you guys are going to pick off where you left off. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like there are so many ways, like, you can, okay, so, I don't know, I would say if you don't want to, like, be on the phone for that long, call, like, what you said, like, maybe call them when you're kind of busy or you're in the middle of something. So you're like, hey... Just calling, thinking about you. Can't really five talk. Minute, five minute yeah. discussion. Okay, just just calling to yeah. hear your voice. It's just the kindness behind it you know? to be like, hey, I was thinking about you and I just wanted to say hi. I don't really have a whole lot of time, unfortunately, but that's how much you Yeah, because that's like, if someone did that for me, I would be like, oh my God, because you actually picked up the phone yeah. and called me. You like, made the initiative. Yeah. You said the feelings. You yeah. feel like you were thought of. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's, that's a really good... Yeah. I don't think enough people do that. I don't think so either. Because I know I don't. I can name a handful of friends who haven't done it in quite a long time. Oh, no. Is it me? No, you're not one of them. <laughs> I was like, uh, tell me. <laughs> no. But, you know, there's yeah. people that come and go, and you get stronger, and you don't get stronger, yeah. and... And then there's relationships that just like fizzle out yep. and that freaking sucks. Yeah, it does. But and, oh, I know that for all of my life because being a military are they kid, your people? I guess not because I'm not talking to them now. Right. So yeah. sometimes people who are your people are not your people anymore and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people that aren't your people aren't your people for just a certain period of time right. and they come back. You know, it's it's ever-changing, and I think that it's important that people just have 
an open mind. Yeah. And they're open to situations of growth and reconnection. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of people are just get so closed off and finalized. Yeah. Because that's how they they grieve or that's how they cope with the scenario and justify. Right. But you, you can't, I don't think you should live that way. I don't think no. you should live with such um, uh, indefinites. Yeah. Uh, wait. Uh, definite. Wait, in. Oh, fuck. Um, you know what I'm trying with to say? definitive, like yeah, where uh, where it's like this is the finalized yeah. answer. I, I don't, don't talk care. to them anymore. We're not that's friends it. anymore. Yeah, like, but that's how some people are. I mean, Attachment theory, right? Oh yeah. I mean yeah. Oh my god. Oh, currently, you guys, I am looking at a shrine of Kevin. By the way, oh yeah, that <laughs> picture is from his parents' house. Um, there's it has... about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and a caricature, all of different ages. It's pretty much. I'm gonna call this shrine the evolution of Kevin. Of Kevin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should add more. <laughs> You should add more pictures. I should just get like a bigger frame. Yeah. And then continue it. Yep. You should. That'd be fun. We can put it up in the Smithsonian. Everyone would be amazed. They would. <laughs> I mean, that caricature? That's him. Yeah, it is. Isn't that Hair weird? Hair and all. I don't think I've ever had one. Have you had a caricature? Yeah, I have. Aww. I don't know where any of them are, but I've had it. I've also always wanted to do, and this, I know it's silly, and it's probably, I'm sure it's like 50 bucks, but... I want the Disney Wild Wild West photo where you are in a scene and then you have like feathers, a boa, and a gun. I think my grandparents have something like that. Like seriously. Next time I go to their house, I'm going to take a picture of it and then I'll show you. So I'll stay tuned guys because next week I will be showing Franny a picture of my grandma and grandpa and I think one of my aunts in like southern clothing, and it looks like they're in a saloon. Yes, it's awesome. Yeah, it's I awesome. think that's like done at amusement parks or like Disney. <laughs> and I want one. That would be cool. I also want to go to Disney. I haven't been. In you a haven't while. been? Oh, in a while. Okay, like since I mean, high school. I haven't been in. I think what about three years? Almost four years. So I'd like to go. Oh, I want to go. And I, Chelsea and Philip, did you see yeah, the pictures? Yeah, I did. Chelsea and Philip took Lorelai, and Lorelai is going to be three this April. What? And she had the time of her life. Oh my god! And met all of the princesses, and saw all of the Toy Story <laughs> characters, and this little girl's expression just lit up. In every single photo. She had the time of her life. She cried oh. when she saw Minnie. And Minnie wiped her tears. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because did you know that a Disney character cannot stop hugging you if the child doesn't let go? Oh my gosh. The child gets to decide how long the hug lasts. That's adorable. I know. I want to be a Disney princess now. (laughs) You could totally do it, Franny. I swear you could. Who would I be? Who would I be, guys? Who would I be? I could see you... Now that I have short hair. (laughs) No, you just wear a wig. 
Um, I could see you. I already know what you're going to say. Oh, what am I going to say? Three, two, one. Sleeping Beauty. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I could see that too. Because you of the just hair have color. to You'd have to use um, pale makeup. Oh, I'm tanner than her? Oh, yeah. I'm tanner than Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> oh my God. I could but see Belle? you doing Belle. I could see you doing Cinderella too, but mm. I feel like it, I don't know how strict they are on the eye color. You oh, know? yeah. Nope. Brown eyes over here. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know, but I could totally see you doing something like that. You fun. have you have the poise and every and the elegance. I do. I would be a great princess. Yeah. You could do it for parties around here. You know what? I should just join the royalty team. What? I should just become queen. Okay. Wait. I'm like, sure there's a place you can apply. Of like in uh Of in the United Europe? States. I'm gonna be the Queen of the oh, United States. Yeah. I mean, hey, you see who's in office now, anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> for a while there I thought, um I for years I always thought about America's sweetheart and how mm-hmm. I would be America's sweetheart because I am nothing but oozing warmth and genuinity. <laughs> Genuine, Gen- genu- genuine, genu- but like genuity, something like that, something like that. Is that a word? Gen. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I used to want to be. I used to want to be America's sweetheart, and I would take the crown. But then I thought, what's better than America's sweetheart? A queen. Yeah. So now I'm gonna be a queen. Yeah, just do it. It's my new profession. Okay. Oh, remember, guys? Remember from, what, episode one when she was, like, high up on her pedestal and I said we had to knock her down? Looks like we've just been building the pedestal. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's what it seems we like. have failed. We've been putting building blocks <laughs> underneath it instead of, like, <laughs> quicksand. <laughs> I love it. It's perfect. <laughs> and princess. <laughs> and princess. And queen. <laughs> Bow down. I think I'm finally going to upload my first video. I don't know what it's going to be of yet. Are you going to do the trends? I might do the renegade dance. You would do I, so good at the dances and I can't do the dances. Why? Is it because I'm black no, and I automatically I feel like everybody's have rhythm. better at the dances no. than I am. No, but you're a good dancer. Ballroom. Oh. <laughs> Act like it's a new ballroom dance. I really want to learn the renegade dance. I know it's like I don't understand old, them though. but like. I don't understand them though. Yeah. I just, I'm old. Does that make me old? Mm-mm, if mm-mm. I don't understand a TikTok dance? What do you mean you don't understand? You just don't know it or you just don't understand Both. it? Both. What is there to understand about a random dance? It's all arms. How come we're only yeah. dancing with our arms these days? I don't know. Maybe they can't use their legs. I like uh, renegade, renegade. You ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. You ain't got no legs. <laughs> and I have legs for days. You do, but I was too tall. That is a TikTok. Oh, I was talking about every you. day is like day. <laughs> Monday. Tuesday, Thursday. Okay, that make, that sounds familiar. Yeah. See, Every your TikTok, like, everyone's ticked, like, it's different. Mine is, is all different. animals. Yeah, mine is cats and, like, psychology stuff and, um, yeah, stuff like that. This is a good welcome back to this, that, and the other thing episode. Yeah. I liked it. 
I liked it. Mm-hmm. Attachment theory. I'm, yeah. My mind is blown and I'm like on another level of... Hey, look. You want to see something? Understanding. <gasps> twinsies. We're twinsies. Oh. We're twinsies. We are both wearing long sleeve black shirts. Well, hers is technically a hoodie. With thumb, thumb holes. holes. And it's the best. They're pretty. Around. You didn't sing at all today. I No, I did. I said, hello, how are you? Something like that. All right. I think this is where we're going to end. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of This, That, and the Other Thing. Yes. Um, oh, wait. Before we go... Um, Please let us know what your um, uh, attachment are. theory is. Yes. Yes. Let us know what your attachment is because we want to know. And, and be know, attached to you. Yeah. And let us know if you think that it's uh, correct. Yeah. Um, but you don't have to get super deep into your childhood if you don't want to. Um, you can find us at this, that pod thing mm-hmm. on instagram Dude. our email is this that pod thing at gmail.com Correct. and what else we're on anchor on every listening platform anchor, so if you spotify, like spotify apple podcast google podcast radio podcast all the podcasts stitcher yeah. i think we're on too yeah just find us share us subscribe if you're on apple um, download our stuff if you like us because we like you um, <laughs> and yeah I'm Christine I'm Franny and we'll see you guys next week bye bye guys <laughs>